Welcome to the Josh at Night Show. Welcome. Thanks for coming to watch. We talk to some pretty dope people. people. Grab a seat and some snacks. Put up your feet and relax. relax. There's nowhere else to go. Hi, my name is Josh, and this is my show. Don't Josh. even think about touching that remote. Hi, my name is Josh. Now you got your snacks, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy, 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 enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy it. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Martin. This is Josh at Night, the third episode of Josh at Night. Today we have millennial dating aficionado, uh, big sister of New York, founder of We Met at Acme, Lindsay Metzelar. Excited to talk all things dating with you, Lindsay. How are you doing? So excited. Thanks for having me, Josh. I am good. Um, just, you know, it's a Friday and let's let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So I think uh, why not just hop in? You know, we have the pandemic is coming to an end. Public spaces are starting to reopen. The environment is ripe, I feel like, and primed uh, for a dating explosion. Uh, oh, yeah. What does that mean to you and your listeners? We met at Acme. I'm sure it's something that you've thought about or discussed at least. Definitely. I think everyone is just so ready to get out there again and to date. And actually, some, we do these poll questions on our Instagram mm -hmm. stories. And someone just asked like me to ask the question, do you think you'll be ready to make out with a stranger you know, by the fall? Mm -hmm. And I think people are just so excited to do that again and to just like live their lives and have these like random makeouts and like grind with someone at a bar. Like there's nothing that anyone else wants. That's like the first thing on everyone's mind. Random you know? makeouts and grinding at the bar. Uh, exactly. Listen, I want, I want, so for listeners who don't know or viewers who don't know what we met at Acme is, why don't you give us a quick rundown? So We Met at Acme is a millennial dating podcast, and it is all about like things that we want to talk about, but that we're afraid to talk about. So like sex, relationships, um, getting ghosted, getting dumped, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, things that everybody goes through because everyone dates, but um, that no one really talks about because like they don't know how to. And so it's kind of like this hub where you can come and you can tell me your dating problems, you know, get advice. Uh, I have like very strict dating rules that I share um, each week on the podcast. And we do these like interactive poll questions. So we're always getting our listeners feedback, which is really cool. No, that's awesome. It's nice to have that engagement. And uh, really, you get you, you have your pulse, your finger on the pulse, it sounds like. Uh, so and where did you start in this journey? I know that you were dumped suddenly uh you have since found a partner why don't you take us through that process you know what does it mean yeah. to be with someone and then offer advice to help others to find that person? totally yeah so i was really single when i started the podcast i was dating all the time and would like report back on how the date went to my microphone essentially and that went on for quite a while and mm -hmm. i feel like our listeners were like dating with me and like growing with me um, and then, you know, three and a half years later, I am now in this very healthy relationship. And so it's so funny because you see me go from this like unhealthy, these unhealthy patterns and like terrible dates and, and what and whatnot. And now I'm in this like healthy relationship. And so the advice over time has changed based on my relationship status and like, you know, I'm sure it's similar to you, like when you are at a certain point in your life, like you give specific advice based on where you're at mm -hmm. and then it changes over time. So 
that's kind of been the the like the track that we've been on, which has been really cool. And so now it's like it's still dating advice, but it's also relationship advice yeah. on like how to maintain one. Okay, uh, I'm gonna stop right there, Lindsay. Do you mind? I think there's like some uh, there's a rattling. I don't know if it's a bracelet or a. Uh, is... Hold on, let's see. Is it still happening? It could have just been my hair against this. Okay, maybe it was your hair because I feel like every time you move, and we'll cut this out, but. Yeah, 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 of course. No, nah, I feel like it's something else. Is this better? Yeah, that's better. I don't want you to be less animated. We'll we'll figure it out. I no, no, no. I I'll still I'll still find ways to animate. Okay, um, that's that's great. So, let's pick up where we're gonna cut all this out. We'll clean this up. Uh, Yash, everything that were just happened after to check the sound. We'll we'll clean that up, please. Um, all right, so you're in a relationship now. You've had some terrible dates along the way. Uh, to your point, I feel that I am much more to the point and intentional uh, as a single person. Uh, I was actually giving my brother uh, dating advice, my younger brother dating advice a couple uh, weeks ago. He was having some women troubles. And uh, I was pretty much, you know, matter of fact, it's very just like, listen, if it's not it, it's not it. Keep it moving, man. Um, and that, uh, you know, I don't, whether or not he took that advice, I can't say. But, but I think uh, to your point, it definitely uh, speaks to that. So your partner now, let's get to this. Yes. Uh, yes. Is this is this your soulmate? Do you believe in soulmates? I don't know if I believe in soulmates, but I definitely do believe that you can make it work with someone that um, you really love, and love is very real. And so I I'm not sure soulmate the one as much as just like the one for you. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you think? Do you believe in soulmates? Uh, no, I don't. I'll, mm -hmm. you know, I think, uh, to your point in my experience has been, there's a, there's a lot of good fits. A lot of, I've, I've met a lot of incredible people. I actually ended a relationship maybe about a year and a half ago and I've been dating pretty actively since. Um, and I've met some really cool people. There's, there's some great people that I've met and, you know, you think to yourself, like, oh, this could work. Uh, which gets me to my next point. I feel like my intentions um, are really to date casually. I'm not eager to enter into another relationship. And I know you have some feelings towards casual dating. Why don't you tell the audience? Yeah, that? I just yeah. don't think that it's like a real thing. Like, I don't think that anyone intent like really wants to casually date. I think people just say that and then like they find someone they really like and then they want to be with that person seriously. And so I feel like it can be misleading because like if you were to be on a dating app right now mm -hmm. and you were like, I'm looking for something casual, like no women would be down for that unless they were looking for something casual, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I feel like you, instead of even just saying like, I'm looking for something casual or not looking for something serious, you should just be like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'll know when I find it, you know? So that's, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm a big, uh, I'm gonna have to push back with you on that one. So I think the, the casual dating exists, right? And I think it, to your point, it's all about finding someone who is in a similar space as yourself. Right. So whose intentions match yours? And um, he said it doesn't work unless you're on the same page with the other person. If the other person seeking casual dating uh, experiences and whatever that mean may mean for the two of you. I think um, right. for me, 
specifically, it's like I'm, I'm in a major transition phase in my life. So I don't necessarily feel settled with where I'm at in my life. So it doesn't, it doesn't seem appealing to get into a situation where, you know, I'm making you know, a major life decision to kind of pursue something with uh, an individual and not necessarily feel settled in myself. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's fair and that's great that you would be upfront about something like that when someone else might not and like might deceive someone. But I do think that like uh, here, I'll agree on this. Like if you just got out of a relationship and they just got out of a relationship, then you both are in the perfect space mm -hmm. to have something casual. Yeah. Right. But who's to say that in your situation if you met someone casually you wouldn't then want it to transition to something serious mm -hmm. like once you are settled once you have made your decisions yeah no that, I mean, that makes sense it's all about timing that's what i found because mm -hmm. there's there's some people you meet and things are fine at first you're into each other into the same kind of situation and uh feelings change and typically one way or another i've been on both ends over the past year and a half uh someone wants to move forward be a little bit more serious someone doesn't um and then that's that's just relationships come to an end that way i think it's just the game of dating or the experience of dating is a losing experience right? yeah or a winning one the, but you have to lose a lot of times first well that's what i'm saying so like yeah. when lost you're going to lose more if you're if your goal is to find that one person you're finding one person however many people it takes you to find that one person however many dates it takes you to find that one person are losses depending on how you look at it right uh, or gained experience right. and making uh and allowing you to be a little bit more specific with what you want yeah that's true can i ask when is your birthday november 7th oh you're a scorpio what, now what is what does a scorpio mean to you you, it's funny you see this a lot on dating apps and it's just like, is it really a thing? Yeah. I mean, like, that's just one part of you. There's so much more to you, like to your chart, if we're really talking astrology. Mm -hmm. But I think what Scorpios like get the rep for is being intense. Like they're either um, like they love intensely and they hate intensely. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's interesting to me that you would look for something casual because I feel like there's nothing in the middle. It's just like, it's, you're really into it or you're not into it at all. But I guess maybe the not into it is the casual. And I think it depends on how you're defining casual. Uh, for me, casual isn't a one night stand or a hookup. I think um, I'm, I'm pretty clear on, I prefer like developing some sort of connection and, and some sort of chemistry, a mutual chemistry and connection over a period of time, just with the understanding that hey, things may go where they go, but the ultimate intention at this moment um, when I'm deciding to see someone is not to necessarily pursue a relationship. That's just not where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, uh, so there's, there's, there's levels to it, right? I think it's when you look at semantics of what words mean, casual dating for someone means a different thing than casual dating to someone else. And I think what we're really talking about, what we really agree upon is that finding someone that meets you where you're at is really what is a success to me in dating. Definitely. I would agree with that. But I also think that like, if you're going to find someone and be casual with them and casual has different meanings for everyone, you have to sit down and say, okay, what does this mean? What, what 
we're casual, but what, what does Absolutely. that include? The same thing, like when you have like an open relationship, which more and more people I know are getting into, it's like you need boundaries and you need rules. Absolutely. No, communication is everything. It's not something where you uh, get involved with someone and you leave everything up to assumptions. Uh, that, that's a recipe for disaster. I think I've learned that from previous dating experience, previous relationships, whatever you want to call them. Um, mm -hmm. You want to be as clear as possible in my experience. I think for me, it's, it's a matter of like peace of mind. It's like, hey, listen, right. I'm very upfront with what I want and what I'm interested in. Um, if Whether they agree to that or not is their choice. Uh, but you can't right. say that I wasn't clear with my intentions. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's that's the best way to date is to kind of know where you're at and then be able to clearly communicate and state, hey, this is where I'm at right now. That doesn't mean I'm not excited for my next relationship. I'm just not really in a right. rush to get there. Yeah, that's fair. And I think there are like enough people who, who are looking for that. Yeah, I mean, that's are, you're based in New York. Mm -hmm. New York is a big city, so you find a, a, a range, a spectrum of different types of dating experiences. You, so I, right. I looked on your website, the We Met at Acme website. You said you have a bunch of anecdotes. What's, what's, uh, tell me a story of one of your most terrible that you shared on maybe We Met at Acme, uh, one of your worst dating experiences. It's interesting. I actually personally haven't had like that many horrible dating experiences. Okay. What I, what I did have, um, or, well, I, I guess I had like a funny one, right? So this guy um, pursued me very intensely. We met at this like bar, whatever, um, restaurant. And he, instead of asking for my number, he asked for my Instagram, which is probably like a huge red flag, right? Like ask for, ask for the girl's number. Like we're not in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Like you don't ask someone for their social media instead, right? Or their Snapchat. Uh -huh. Um, so they asked for my Instagram and then, um, well, can, can I stop they, you there? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is it important to ask for a number versus a social media handle? Well, I think if you ask for their number, you're like, it's more gentlemanly. Like you're like, I want to call you mm -hmm. or I want to text you. Whereas if you ask for their Instagram, it's like, I want to stalk you. And when you have a thirst trap, then I want to like slide into your DMS, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's just like, not as romantic. Okay. All right. Didn't mean to interrupt. Just wanted to clarify why. No, why I'm, why I'm glad that you clarified because I think that that's important. So that was like the first red flag. And then, um, we went out on a date and it went really well. Where, like where, everything where did you go? was, where did you, what did you have? Restaurant drink? He actually, he actually took me to, he was working at Google at the time and Google has like this gorgeous rooftop. Okay. And so he took me to the rooftop and like, we just like sat and we talked and it was like a nice first date. And, um, and then afterwards I was thinking to myself, like, this person seems like too good to be true. Like, there's just something that's off about them. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't pinpoint it, but you know, when you just get that feeling that you're like, it's just your intuition. Yeah. Um, I just, I, yeah. exactly. I just knew something was off, but I didn't go with my gut cause I was like 25 or 26 and, and didn't know any better mm -hmm. and thought that he was cute. And so for our second date, he was like, I'm going on a business trip to Denver and I, um, got two tickets or like a couple tickets to this concert. And it was a band I liked, uh -huh. um, Cromio and Jamie XX. And he, he was like, do you want to fly down? This is for a second date, okay? He was like, do you want to fly down to Denver 
and like come to the concert with me mm-hmm. like he would like get the hotel room you know he got the concert tickets i would just like pay for my flight um and so i did mm-hmm. <laughs> because again why, why like not 25 why, right? not? why not yeah you live and you and, learn exactly and um it again like went really well but one thing that i noticed that was off was his mm-hmm. phone background was a was a girl and i thought that was a little weird because like whose phone background is a single a girl, girl is a single woman in the, on his background unless it's like your niece or like your you know mom but even then it's kind no, of no, weird that's, that's strange yeah that yeah strange. so i was like this is weird and i remember being like who is that mm-hmm. and he was like oh that's my best friend uh, on, uh, I have, I have close, yeah, right. Like I have yeah. close guy friends. I'm yeah. sure you have close girlfriends. Like, why, you would never make your phone background a photo of them. Yeah. So, and even by the way, even if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't make your no, phone that's, background that's your too partner. Much. That's too much. That's too much. Yeah, that's too, too much. much. And so I thought that was a little off. Uh-huh. Just a little. But, <laughs> right. It should have been more than a little. But we had a nice night. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um. I ended up flying back to New York and then I was like in research mode, like detective mode. Like okay. I was like, I'm going to find out if this person is. Well, you have his Instagram at this point because he didn't ask for your number. Exactly. Uh-huh. I was Instagram. I had his number at that point. Okay. But also he was communicating only in WhatsApp, which is another red flag. Was, is he American? No, but still, but still. Okay. I know some, I mean, if you meet someone that's from overseas, it's pretty common to use WhatsApp, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. But he, he also had iMessage, whatever. And so then, <laughs> so then I did my research, you yeah. know, got my Sherlock Holmes coat on and found out that he had a girlfriend and that was the girlfriend. And then I confronted him about it and uh-huh. he was like, she's not my girlfriend. She's like a lame Instagram model and like, we're not dating, but she thinks we are. No, then like, that, that's, that's a mess that you do like, not want to get involved on. in. Like, also, like, if you're a nice guy and, like, a yeah. good person, like, you don't talk shit about another woman to another yeah. woman. Yeah. It's just, like, it's not good. It's not good. And so then I knew, and then, like, the whole situation unfolded. Cut to, I had to end up telling this girl, like, your boyfriend's cheating on you, and here's the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you girl know, it was code. girl code. Exactly. Yeah. She she left him. She was grateful, but that was a nightmare situation. Oh yeah, I've never been in a situation where they were in a relationship and not as single as they let on. Yeah, it's just weird. Like I don't know what his end goal was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't have. Honestly, I've had more positive experiences than negative experiences mm-hmm. dating. Um, I think something that a lot of people appreciate is just being upfront. I agree the, from the jump. And it's like, all right, well, if that's not what you're looking for, best of luck, best wishes, you know, it is what it is. And if it's not, all right, let's see where it goes. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's communication. I can't stress that enough. I think, uh, right. and you've, you've kind of reiterated that just being upfront, you find people where you're at and it just makes sense. It, it works totally. out better that way. So yeah. you met this guy at a bar. I know a lot of people have been heavy on the dating apps. I'm, I'm active on the dating apps. Uh, what, what's, what are some tips that you offer uh, to your, your listeners? A great question. I think it's so important to not take your answers 
too seriously and to like make your profile like you're having fun mm -hmm. doing it because I can't tell you how many people I've seen with the profile that's like I'm just looking for my soulmate or like that's heavy stuff you know heavy stuff a lot of pressure. and it's like so much pressure you're like oh I just want to get married and have kids on like, yourself relax. too like <laughs> right yeah. like pump the brakes um and be funny, like have fun with it, you know, like if there's like a prompt that's like, I, I'm looking for dot, 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 you could be like, you know, not a murderer mm -hmm. or like someone with a pulse mm -hmm. or someone vaccinated, like mm -hmm. whatever it is, yeah. like have fun with it, joke around. Um, and I think also people, you know, feel like there are so many like rules on a dating app, like, oh no, like a girl can't initiate, like a there's, girl can there's, totally there's initiate. There's no rules. There's no, there's no world for dating app. Yeah. It's, it's 2021. Maybe, maybe, you know, once you're like moved to text, like you can let them pursue you if you're the female in the situation. But like on a dating app, like they're not going to find you unless you message them. Mm -hmm. It's not like they have like a list of all the great women on there. Mm -hmm. And so like initiate and also be interesting. Like no one wants to get the, Hey, what's up? How was your day? Mm -hmm. How was your weekend? Be like, like what's your most controversial opinion or like would you rather eat like french fries or pizza for the rest of your life just give them yes, something to a, work a, with an open-ended question that allows you to be seen as not taking things too seriously but also that you're curious right you're you're exactly inquisitive and uh i think my strategy dating app messaging yeah strategy, tell me tell it's me. like all right so you have the profiles maybe there's some context clues Maybe there's a lot of nature pics. Oh, where do you like to hike? Oh, where was this picture taken? The background is beautiful. Mm. Or, oh, where did you eat that? Right, because that shows that, that you're actually paying attention to yeah, what's on the profile. As, as opposed to just swiping and matching on a bunch of people. Uh, I think, honestly, the goal on dating apps, if you're swiping right more than you're swiping left, uh, you're doing it wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. At that point, it's like, what are you swiping for? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more like and being critical on dating apps is is stupid because like you don't know what someone's going to be like in person. So give more people a chance. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the goal of the dating app is to go on a date. So <laughs> and then, then you can evaluate and you can there's obviously questions you can ask uh, before you go on a date. And I'm sure there'll be mutual questions uh, back and forth to see if it's worth the time. Um, and that's where those intentions come in and, you know. Uh, there's something to be said about having fun and then all right, being clear on your intentions. I think you can start that as early as messaging in the dating app because at the end of the Definitely. day, there's, there's too many people uh, in New York. And I think this is something we've mentioned before in a previous conversation. Dating apps can be, you know, a black hole of sorts. You can get lost in the sauce, uh, kind of swiping in the uh, addiction yeah. of, of just being in the apps and they're designed that way. I think it's important right. to, to note that. So what are your thoughts on the use of dating apps? Because you didn't meet your current partner on a dating app? I didn't, but I met people I passed on dating mm -hmm. apps. And I think that they're an amazing tool. I think, you know, like I'm dabbling in the matchmaking world right now and it's, and it's fun. Um, mm -hmm. you know, but I almost wish like I could use a dating app to then help me matchmake because the oh. the part of the dating app is like, you at least know that both parties are into the other person at least. Mm -hmm. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. that's, what's so great. Everyone has their phone in their hands at all times right now, especially. Mm -hmm. 
And so everyone that you're meeting on a dating app, you would be meeting in real life too. So it's not like it's just like weirdos and like freaks. No, like everyone's on dating it's, it's apps. It's commonplace now. It's, it's, it's strange commonplace. almost not to be on a dating it's, app. It's commonplace. And so there's no stigma around it anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. so many people met their partner on Tinder and now they're married and, and whatever it is. Yeah, I want to talk about this matchmaking, though. How did you? Well, obviously, it makes sense. You're talking about relationships. Maybe your girlfriend's like, hey, you know, can you help me out? I'm trying to meet someone. This is my type. This is so what, what what's that process like for you? Do you do you work with both genders in terms of clients or primarily women? What what are, what are women looking for? At least the women yeah. that you're working with. So right now I'm working with both men and women um, <laughs> and everyone is really just looking for a nice person at the end of the day. Um, like everyone wants someone nice. Most people want um, a lot of religious preferences. Like it really, really shocked me. So many people really want to date with their religion. Um, mm. And you would think that 2021 people are more open, but it's, it's more often than not that they really want someone with the same like cultural beliefs. So that's, that's really interesting. Um, is that like a deal breaker for you? Uh, you know, I'm not a very religious person, even though I was, I was raised in the church, Southern Baptist, grew up going to Bible study. Uh, religion to me, um, is really more of an indication that this person has values. So I I won't hold a person to a specific standard in terms of which religion they practice. Uh, you know, I probably wouldn't be too interested in dating a Satanist, um, but I, I think uh, realistically, it's more about the morals and values. Uh, but there's there's also some, a lot you can glean from uh, different indications that people make on, say, Bumble. Are they moderate? Are they right. conservative? Are they liberal? Um, what do they? What answers do they choose to answer? And um, you know, you kind of take it. I feel like for political views, for example. I'm probably not going to get along with someone who has conservative or even some moderate political views. Uh, I'm not, I I consider myself more politically active than I've ever been. Um, And I think it's important, especially when you're looking for a partner. Uh, When I say a partner, uh, the goal is to not have another relationship as far as I'm concerned. Like if I'm in a committed relationship, this is the relationship until something were to happen. Uh, But I'm, I'm pretty I guess that's somewhat Scorpio of me. Like if I'm in it, that's I'm in very it. very Scorpio. Uh, yeah. And like, this is it. Like, so I, once you latch on, you're yeah, not it, letting it, go. Yeah. I think uh, that's how I try to operate. Um, which is why it's, it's one or the other. It's like, this is it, or this is casual. Um, right. And when you're thinking that way, there's a lot of considerations to make, you know, what are the relationship, mm-hmm. what type of relationship does this person have with their family? Like beyond their beliefs, uh, I'm a, I'm a black man. All right. So if I'm dating a black woman, there's different things that they might understand that a, a white woman might not understand. Um, and I don't really have any preferences in race, uh, but I do have preferences and understanding of my personal experience. Right. And what yeah. that means to date a black man and what that means to potentially, you know, raise a family with black children. Um, you know, so those things matter to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's totally fair. I think, you know, you mentioned like political, like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen the word, like no Trump fans, like cannot uh-huh. even yeah, no for Trump, a second no like Trump. Yeah. 
Every, everyone is like no trumps no uh -huh. like no um almost to the point where if someone doesn't say like they can't like trump i'm like do they like trump you know just <laughs> like everyone else is saying it yeah no i think that's that's important uh what else something that your fans wanted to talk about uh is once you're dating someone and say mm -hmm. you're not dating casually you're, you're ready, you're in the market to meet your person. Uh, it's my Grey's Anatomy reference for the episode. You're meeting your person and you're trying to maintain the relationship. Uh, you've mm. communicated all the important, well, maybe let's, let's start there. You're entering this relationship. What are some things that every person must know about their partner before kind of taking that next step? I think like what their family is like, what their boundaries are, what they're like. What's an example of what's an example mm -hmm. of a boundary? Like, let's say they um, they can't do curse words, so like, don't curse, you know. Okay. Um, or they um, they really they need their alone time. They need mm -hmm. like at least two hours a night to themselves. Or mm -hmm. maybe they don't want to ever talk about pooping. They never mm -hmm. want to talk about it. By the way, mm -hmm. I don't think that's right. I think you should definitely have to talk about it at one point, but let's say that's their boundary. Uh -huh. um, or they get triggered by uh, tequila. So mm -hmm. like you can't drink tequila around them, you know? It's like you need to know these like little quirks yeah, that they have. Yeah. Um, those I just like pulled out of my ass, but you never mm -hmm. know, like someone mm -hmm. might have those things. Um, and so, and then like also what they, what they like I, it sounds so silly but like what they like to like like their favorite foods or like their favorite show or like their you know mm -hmm. because that's also a way that you can like make things nice for them like if i don't know if they have a favorite flower or something about a woman so you can like get get them that, those flowers yeah, um like little things like that I believe in parody. Guys might have favorite flowers too. Don't want to be guys that. might have my uh, guys yeah. totally can have favorite flowers. It's so funny. I like it. No one ever talks about getting guys flowers. Maybe guys want flowers. Flowers are nice. I'm a big, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a, I have a puppy. Uh, I have plants, you know, I enjoy a nice house plant. Um, it just depends on the person to your point. Those are, what are your favorites? And it goes, it goes right. both ways. Um, mm -hmm. So those are the types of things that you might want to know before you take that next step with the partner. You obviously, uh, how long have you been in your current relationship? Uh, like a year and. Yeah. So that's, that's deep into a relationship, right? A year and mm -hmm. a couple months I feel like is, uh, so how do you get from taking that next step? Uh, well, actually let's do this. What was the process of taking the next step? Who initiated, who was mm -hmm. like, all right, I want to take this to the next level, uh, between you and your partner. Great question. It, because it was like in COVID. Mm -hmm. so I think we didn't really have a choice. We kind of had to live together way sooner than we would have. Mm -hmm. And um, it happened and very did, naturally. Okay. So why did you have to, because of COVID, you chose to move in together? So because of COVID, we chose to like escape the city together and like okay. go stay with my parents. Mm -hmm. But like in a normal situation, like 30 year old men and women, they don't go stay with their parents, right? Like how, how long when they're you starting a new him? relationship. No, that makes sense. How long had you known him to that point? I mean, I kind of knew him before we started dating. 
I knew him probably three months. Oh, three months. Oh, yeah, that's quick. <laughs> yeah. And okay. then once for a bit, we had the conversation about like moving back, like moving together real. We were back in in New York City, which was mm -hmm. like going to be probably like nine months into our relationship or like eight months. And so okay. by then, like it was a little bit more normal, but we we did it. Um, and so I think it was like a mutual conversation. It was more of like a discussion uh -huh. instead of like an ultimatum situation, which I really sure. don't like. U ultimatums aren't, um, aren't really good, I feel like. They're the worst. And yeah. so it was really just like, um, you know, his lease is up. Uh, mm -hmm. My lease isn't up for another year. Instead of looking for a new apartment for yourself, what if you just moved in here? Mm -hmm. since we're living together anyway. Um, and like, if you're not ready for that, like then live, live on your own for another year and then we'll figure it out. But I think, you know, he, he was ready and I was mm -hmm. ready and, and that's how it went. That's how it went down. Okay. So what was living with your parents? Like with this new man, how, what do your parents think? Oh my God. I, <laughs> my parents are actually really easy. Uh -huh. And they really liked him. And oh, I mean, so he, he's out. also like, he, yeah, he's pretty likable. Um, uh -huh. I'm like staring at him taking a nap right now. <laughs> he's, he's pretty likable. He also really helped around the house. Like he helped okay. with the dishes. And that's like something that if you're ever at anyone's parents, you should always help around the house. Otherwise, oh, yeah. like leave. Like, yeah. you know, like, what are you doing there? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, at the very least to make a good impression, a good first impression. Exactly. Um, and it's just good to help out anyway. I think, um, no, that's, that, that makes a lot of sense. All right. So three months, not or, uh, half a year at the parents after being together for three months, decided to move in together. And then what was that process like? You move in together. I've, I've lived with a partner in the past. There's, there's some adjustments to make. I feel like mm. unless you've done it before, there's like some, there's certain things you can expect. Uh, what was that transition like? I did not know what to expect because I had never lived with someone oh, okay. in a relationship before, uh -huh. but I had experienced like relationships where they would stay over for, let's say like a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. And I always had an issue with like things they did, like if they like didn't use a coaster or if they didn't, you know, take the trash out, mm -hmm. but they weren't my roommate. So like, it was not necessarily telling, mm -hmm. um, with my now partner as my roommate, like he actually is so helpful and like it sounds so cheesy but again like we're only a, a year and a few months in so mm -hmm. I, i'll tell you in in a few years but he really does like everything well we are like very in sync about it you know we had gone over like okay who like are we going to split all the groceries are we going to split the bills and this and that we yep. went over the hard stuff and yeah. then important discussions to have yeah and then it was really easy like if he is out of bed first then like i'll make the bed because mm -hmm. i'm like in there later and vice versa mm -hmm. um you know we only have one bathroom mm -hmm. which is tough but if one, someone's one gonna he's your only roommate <laughs> yeah yeah okay um but if someone's gonna do something like in the bathroom they uh -huh. have to light a match and like cover it up you know you gotta get the uh the poopery exactly i need to get that <laughs> i've been hearing about that forever yeah no it's worth the investment i think uh i have it in, in my bathroom it works yeah i think i'm gonna order it like right now <laughs> it's very effective and i'm real big into home fragrances too i'm sure you have candles mm. and stuff around but yes that, tons nice of candles light it light a so candle. crucial yeah mm -hmm. necessary or the diffusers the diffusers with the scented oils 
we have diffusers, but we actually just used our diffuser up. And I'm like, I don't even know how that happens. It's just a bunch of sticks in it. And then it just yeah, like, it just like evaporates. And evaporates. <laughs> yeah. I got into home fragrances cause I have a dog and I don't, oh, he's, a, he's a lab mm -hmm. in labs, you know, Aww. he's a dog. He's not dirty. Yeah. He's clean, but you know, dogs can smell sometimes. Uh, so Do you let him I, sleep in bed with you? No. He he's uh he's a dog's dog. He's not a city dog in that way. Like right. he's a, you know, for the sake of my building, he's fifty pounds, but he's he's a big dog. Uh, yeah, he's a big dog, and he's big. He slobbers and hair. He rolls around on the street mm -hmm. all the time, wrestling with other dogs because he has his homies oh, in the yeah. neighborhood, and it's just like no, you're oh, making the right decision. Yeah, it's you're not lot. you're not sleeping in the bed, bro. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so you're in the relationship. You had the talk. You moved in together. How do you maintain? Is like an how often do you revisit, uh, you know, heart to heart about what you mm. feel, where you're at in the relationship? I think you know we are so like open with each other, with like like generous, with like I love yous and I appreciate you that like we don't really need to have like a revisiting conversation often mm -hmm. as much as we just you know, whenever we have some sort of argument um, mm -hmm. or like fight, it, it actually does bring us closer because we are so like open about like, when you did this, it made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. And like, it triggered this from my last relationship, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know? And I think the more you communicate, like the less you have to have those check-ins because sure. um, if you're arguing and you're like getting better at it, then it shows that like you're, getting more serious um yeah. and and yeah and so i think like we're we're lucky that communication is part of our relationship but i have to thank my therapist for that because therapy how important therapy. has therapy been for so you important. yeah i know uh so important therapy for me is everything just being able to i know we talked about this on a previous call yeah being able to communicate what you feel why you feel uh how you feel to yourself first right. uh, is necessary in order to put it into words for another person. Yeah. Which, and which should be very, cause a strain on the relationship if you can't do that. Hence, yeah. I'm single. <laughs> can, I, can I ask, like, because I think men who see therapists are amazing, but unfortunately, they're like unicorns because so many men think it's like not masculine to talk about their emotions. What was like a, a way that you justify to yourself, like it's, it's cool to see a therapist. Oh, uh, I think when it, it boiled down to what do I want for myself in my life? Do I want to be closer to a person that I care about? Mm. Um, is it, 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 is it making this relationship more difficult? Is it making me harder to connect to people? Cause at the end of the day, we all want to connect. Uh, so mm -hmm. what can I do in order to do that? And then also there's a huge push uh, on mental health with professional athletes. Uh, right. it's, it's a huge conversation. There's seminars about it every year before the beginning of the season. Someone comes in and talks about the importance of mental health. A lot of people have been out and about, uh, you know, voicing some of the difficulties they face playing professional sports and the stress of life and managing family and relationships and the game and the business. Um, so that, that's been a, a big part of it as well. So it's a little bit of everything. Wanting to be able to connect to a partner in a, in a deeper way, uh, but also recognizing, you know, the experiences that I've had through my career are extremely stressful and being able to mm. manage that even after the fact kind of transitioning, uh, you know, I, I'll be frank. I don't, you know, there aren't too many opportunities left for me to play. I haven't played in two years. So that, that says enough right. as it is. So just even being able to wrap my mind around the transition from football to what's next 
which is a reason why uh, I'm more focused on that than um, being in, uh, you know, a, a serious, committed relationship in that way. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I think like more men should should have that mentality, whether they're in like whether they're an athlete or not. It's it's something that really helps you understand yourself and be more successful. Yeah, I mean, in, in all facets of life, not even just yeah, relationships, not professionally, personally, professionally. Uh, even with your mm-hmm. friendships. Um, I find that I have a lot of conversations with my guy friends um, about mental health nowadays, more so than I had last year or the year before. And I think with totally. the pandemic especially, we've all been kind of forced to slow down, to spend a lot of time with ourselves. Um, and that's kind of uh, been a blessing in disguise for some, I think. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, mental health is, is, is good for all facets of life. Um, totally. and that's, that's what I realized as much as, you know, going to the gym and, and, you know, lifting weights and, um, using that as sort of, uh, a release of sorts or, you know, an escape from the stresses of life. It, it it's important to have the skills to feel through it or, or think through it as well. Totally. But, but yeah, I think, uh, this was been a real fun conversation, Lindsay. I don't know so what your thoughts are, but I really appreciate having you on. Uh, everyone, this is uh, Lindsay Metzelar. She's the founder of We Met at Acme, the big sister of New York, a millennial dating aficionado. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thanks, Josh.